Hello everybody and welcome to the Parashat HaShavua with the meaning, with the inner meaning of the Torah, Primiut Torah and Kabbalah. Uh, we are teaching uh, every week here on 71 Street in uh, New York City. The meaning of the portion according to the Zohar, according to Hasidut, like Tushat Levi, according to Rabbi Lemelech of Lijensk, Sfat Emet. And of course we want people to have the inner meaning of everything because the Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai write that if you only understand the Torah based on the story, it's a problem. Why is that a problem? Because it's, it's humiliating God who is the writer of the Torah. The Torah has to have a meaning and the inner meaning of everything or why it was written in such a way has to do with what the Zohar, the Arizal and the Chachamim or uh, all the students of the Baal Shem Tov. So we are here in New York in the portion of Korach. The portion of Korach has to do with, it's a tough story. Let's start with that way. Korach has come up with an idea that why is Moses, Aaron, Miriam are the rulers? Why he didn't get the job of being the Kohen? He was upset about it. And from a logical point of view, he was right. He was not wrong because different jobs was given to different people. From a logical point of view, when I say logical, I mean logical, not of Hashem, logical of a human being, five senses. He was right by the order, by the perfection. He was right about everything. The, uh, the end of the story, he challenged Moses and Aaron he go around the people of Israel and he speak very bad about Moshe Rabbeinu. Really bad. And um, Moses said to him, Boker, meaning morning, and we will meet here and whoever Hashem choose to be the leader, they will be the leader. God telling Moses, I'm going to erase those people. Moses said, why would you erase all people if one person does bad thing? And Immediately, earthquake take a place, not earthquake we're familiar with, earthquake when the ground is open, almost like a mouse, and swallow the mouse that spoke bad about Moses and Aaron and people, and in a way doubt God by that. Because when you doubt the leader of Hashem, you're doubting God himself. Like the famous story, or the famous understanding, are you standing when a Talmud Chacham walked to the room? When Tamit Chacham is walking to the room, are you standing? Or you're only st standing when you, there is a Sefer Torah in the room? And of course, the answer is, of course, you're standing when Tamit Chacham to the room. Because Tamit Chacham, Chashuv Torah, is like a Torah. It's a walking Torah. Because that's what they do. They study the Torah. So it's a walking Torah. That's why among Sfaradim, there is a minhag to take the right hand of Tamit Chacham and kiss their hand. And the Sfaradim mean by that, we're not kissing the person. We are kissing what they represent. Because if you're kissing the person, it's like Avodah Zarah. What happened with Korach? Why did he have to fall? If we're going based on the reincarnation, we know that Korach was Gilgul of Cain, as Rabbi Elimelech mentioned too. And because he was the Gilgul of Cain, we know that after Cain killed his brother Abel, Hashem told Cain what? He told him, Dme Achicha, the blood of your brother, Zohar, it's screaming from the ground. The same ground that was screaming 
for the blood of Abel open itself up and swallow Korach the Adato. But still, we owe you an explanation, a Kabbalistic explanation, a Zohar explanation, a Sfatemet explanation, so we can truly understand what happened there. What's the reason of understanding the Torah? Sometimes when you understand the Torah better, your emunah grow. I asked one time, one of my rabbi, one of my mentor, why people don't believe or why people don't appreciate? And he answered very simply to say, because they don't know. If you teach people what's really going on, they will believe and they will appreciate. But it's also required from the student to understand. When the student understand everything, then it adds value and appreciation and gratitude, and then believe and then love. So let's say if you have young children and you wait for your young children to appreciate you or to believe in you, tell them the story of what you're doing. Kids, I watch kids three to five years old, lack of appreciation toward a piece of challah. Piece of challah. If you see my children, when I give them the piece of challah, they look at it like a heaven. Something come from heaven, like the manna. How come? Because you go and bake it with them. You go show them the struggle until it become a bread. So when people have an understanding, then they have a belief system going up. And after belief system, they start loving it. So are we saying that Korach was lacking in understanding? Korach has a perfection of understanding. He was Talmud Chacham, he was rich. But he was missing the big picture. Big picture cannot always grasp by human brain. But the wise Talmud Chachamim aware that they don't get the whole picture. We studied from Tikkunah Zohar Vepatach El Yau. When we say that the brain cannot capture or understand or comprehend, comprehend, I think, that's the words, the whole idea of Hashem, because I don't have a vessel to fully understand that. So when you capable, when us, you, I should say me, us, when all of us are start to understand that we don't understand, it's also a form of understanding. It's a very important parasha because Korach, in the end of his life, as he fall down to the ground, scream, Moshe Emet, Torah to Emet. Moshe is true, he's honest, he's a true leader, and his Torah is a real Torah. Because in his mind, he was accepting God, but he was not accepting Moses as the leader. I need to tell you that when God spoke to Moses, only Moses heard God. Beside a few times, like Mount Sinai, everybody heard. But whenever God spoke in private with Moses, only Moses could hear. And that's why emunah is the most important thing in Judaism. When people ask me, what's the most important thing in Judaism? I would say emunah. If you are looking to become Jewish, are you looking to become a better Jew? Are you looking to go on a 
journey of a spiritual Kabbalistic Jewish path. Check your emunah level, not your knowledge. Not how much you know. How much you're willing to believe in things you don't yet understand. We all can believe in things that make sense. What if it doesn't make sense? So where do you start to believe if you want to believe? What's the first step? The first step is to believe that there is creator. And that force that's called creator wants only the good for you. Until you not get to that understanding, you will not be able to believe in people or to believe in yourself. Always start there. Believe that the Creator wants to do the best, the best of the best for you. You're not always going to receive it because there is blockage. You know, if you pour most expensive wine into the cup, but that cup has a used tissue, some used pen that I used two years ago, as uh, uh, what else, uh, pistachio shell, banana leaves. And I said, yeah, pour the wine into the cup. You're going to look at me and say, if I pour the wine into the cup, you're not going to test the wine. You're going to test tissue. And as banana peel, pistachio, not the wine. So Hashem Barach want to give us. But if you don't believe, the lack of belief is when you not take the vessel that you receive with, and have absolutely We can go up and down as we're going to study today. But it's important to start with the belief system or knowing that I don't have it's also emunah. And then from there, you take it next level. Because because the creator created me and I believe in the creator 100%. I believe that I'm the best version of the creator and if you don't believe in yourself like that then you don't believe in a creator second level that's third level third level is to get into a place that i believe in all humanity was created by the creator those are the three steps of every person who want to get into loving the creator you got to go to those stages now i'm going to go to zohar sulam korach you'd bet Boker, remember I said that Moshe Rabbeinu said to Korach, Boker, in the morning, we're going to find out who's the leader. Boker, Lama Boker, Dafka. Why in the morning? Before I mention what the Zohar has to say, Rabbi Pinchas Bekoritz, we read it in my family on Shabbat, say, Boker, you know, if we understand, every Talmud Chacham, it's saying the Talmud, that when a Talmud Chacham sin, if you see a Talmud Chacham sin at night, Seen in the day, you know that that night you already did tshuva. That's why in the morning is tzaddik again. Because he did tshuva. We the Korach say, how come Korach didn't do tshuva? Well, the reason Moses say, let's talk tomorrow morning. He knew that Korach is tzaddik. So he said to himself, I'm sure Korach go ahead and do some tshuva. And then he will figure out they did the mistake. But Korach instead of study tshuva, that night he didn't go to sleep, as usually he doesn't. And he, but this time he didn't start. So I go around all the tent of the Jewish people and convince them that Moses is not the greatest leader. And because of that, he didn't have a chance to do tshuva. That's Rabbi Pilchas because. But the Zohar here say, Lama Boker Dafka? Lama Kadosh Because Moses say, <clears throat> in the morning we're going to know 
who is holy? It is say who is pure. Is there is a difference between holy and pure? Let's find out. Moses say, and the Holy One will be the one who sacrifice and become in the Kohen. Why Moses say, didn't say the, the one who is pure should sacrifice the form of God? All Korach and his people were pure. All the Levites are pure, but they're not holy. We are now discovered, according to the Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, according to Rabbi Yehuda Ashlag, that there is two words, holy and pure. And it's not the same. Most of us think, most of us think pure is holy and holy is pure, and that's it. No, 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 no. Let's dig into it. Who is Kadosh? A Kohen Kadosh. Kohen is Kadosh. Levi Tahor. That's what the Levi used to shave all their body. I don't know if you know that. What's the difference? Amar Moshe Boker. Shaz Asfira Shela Kohen Shichesed. Maze Boker. Maze Boker. What is morning? Morning is Chesed. Kindness. Merciful. That's what the Kohen represents. First Aliyah to the Torah, Chesed. You have Sheva Aliyot. First Aliyah, Chesed. Second Aliyah, Gevurah, Levi. Boker. Yavdu Avodah de Boker Shu Chesed. Vaz Veyoda Hashem et Asher Lo, Veet Akadosh. Et Asher Lo Stam Zeh Levi, Veet Akadosh Zeh Ua Kohen. So Hashem make a different, big difference between Levi's and the Kohanim. The Levites are pure. The Kohen is holy. How do you know the difference and when do you know the difference between pure and holy in the morning? Levi's are left column. Deen, judgment. If they stay in it, with the judgment in the morning, the morning, which is chesed, that's why those of you wake up in the morning, the most important thing you have to do at the day, always make sure you schedule it from the morning till 12. Always make sure you do that. Because that's the first part of the day. Whatever you do from sunrise till noon, make sure it's the most important part. The din start when? In the noon. Why noon? Because menucha, mincha. Right? We call it mincha. What is mincha? Menuchat adinim. People want to remove anxiety, panic attack. That's the time to do it. When you pray in mincha, you remove those problems. If you, the adat korach, in the morning, are functioning for a place of chesed, you belong as a Kohen. How do we check you if you are real, being accepted to be holy? When you sacrifice the Ktoret, Ktoret is like a, a incense. Incense, am I saying it correctly? It's like a 11 herbs that you use. A cinnamon is one of them, so it smells good. 
פרקינסנס, כשבויבים צריך שיהיה יותר לדור הקטורת בכל המנהגות, because the one who wants to connect to the creator has to elevate everything, והתקשר בהם קירח הקטורת ולא מקשר כל המנהגות. The spell of the קטורת elevating everything in a perfection. מי הוא ששושבין? זה הכהן. הכהן is the one in the physical world that representing that bridge between the physical world to the spiritual world. Unfortunately today we don't have כהנים like it used to be in the Bet HaMikdash. But we have coin to go up to the Torah. Shu chesed. Meshul zevaya ish asher yifchar Hashem hu ha-kadosh. So whoever Hashem choose to do the Torah is the holy person. Velo ha-taor. He didn't say he's the pure. Ki shte madagot el kadosh ve-taor. Ha-koen hu kadosh. Ha-levi taor. Balken katuv ha-kadosh. So what we learn here. We learn something very important. Big difference between Kadosh and Tao. What is Kadosh or Kedusha? Usually the word Kadosh means force that has three column system. Force that has Hasadim in it. If the force have only Gvura, it's important too. What is Gvura does? Gvura is supposed to be Mukhna. Eze Agibor Pirkei Avot Akovesh Yitzro. גיבור, what is פירה? איזה גיבור, גבורה. איזה גיבור? Who is the strong person? הכובש את יצרו, the one who conquered his יצר, his evil inclination, his desire. That's חזק, that's גיבור, that's strong person. For me we learn, why do we need גבורה for? Why do you need left column for? So you can overcome it. But the main idea of the כהן is חסד. is kindness, is mercy. Korach come betanot. I mean, you compare Aaron Cohen and Korach. Aaron is only mercy. Only right column. Mercy, Kohanim. That's why Aaron can be a Kadosh. When you do three column, the main idea of the three column is that the center column join the right column to conquer the left column so it will not go crazy. Those of you who don't know what mean column in Shofar, that is 91 days from now, the right column represents sharing, the left column represents receiving. They don't get along. The center column, which is Tiferet, brings peace between the two sides. That's called Kadosh. Bring peace between two sides. That's why they say about Kohen, Oef Shalom, Rodef Shalom. He chases peace and harmony, and he loves peace and harmony. Is that fair? That it doesn't go by lineage, by order, by dynasty, with your father, because Korach was with the Yichus. He has a dynasty. He was Chashuv. He's a grandson of Levi. It's Ar, Ke'at. What a lineage. Well, some people use the lineage for their own good. Some people use the lineage to become better people. I'm now jumping to Sfatimet. to see if Sfat Emet can help us understand the Zohar. And that's how Sfat Emet starts. Anyway, Sfat Emet, most people who study Sfat Emet understand it's pure Kabbalah. It's all Kabbalah. And it's true. Bazohar Kadosh Katuv, Korach, Chalak, Ashlom, Veshabbat. 
Those of you who don't know Sfatimet, Sfatimet in every parasha will put Dvar Torah on Shabbat. For Sfatimet, everything was about Shabbat. Beginning and Shabbat. Because when you say Shalom, you say Shabbat Shalom. So Shabbat equal to Shalom. You don't have Shabbat, you don't have Shalom. You don't have Shalom, you don't have Shabbat. Very, very simple. So you say, Korach Chalak Allah Shalom. He had a machloket, he had a disagreement about peace. That's been a problem with Shabbat. The Ita Ma'u Shabbat. What is Shabbat? Shema Dekut Shabberichu. It's the name of Hashem. כקדוש <laughs> Everything comes from one nekuda, one dot, which is the creator. And the creator is nourishing us with that nekuda on Shabbat. How do we know? We say kegavna. Those of you who say kegavna on Shabbat, we say beraza keechad, the secret of one. All whatever God created is going into one dot. שנקרא רזה דה אחד, it's called the secret of one. שהוא חיות פנימי שכל הנבראים, או בשורש הכל רק נקודה אחת, ונקרא רזה דה אחד. הוא פרש את עבדת שנמשך האחדות תוך המעשה בימי העבודה ומלאכה. And that אחדות, that unity that you have in Shabbat, because שלמות, שלם, שלמות, שבת שלום. This all force coming that doing the weeks of the days, which is separate from the Shabbat, you are finding the unity by everything you do toward Shabbat. Or like he said, to do the Shabbat, to do the Shabbat, to do the Shabbat, to do the Shabbat, listen to the secret here, so much Kabbalah. To do, he used the word Tzfat, he meant to do the Shabbat. What does it mean? What does it mean to do the Shabbat? Olam Asiyah, the world of Asiyah, the world of action, related to the Yemei Achol, to the days of the week. כמו שאמר במקום אחר, ויש ללמוד מקל וחומר, דלה יעתי מקשיות ששום אחד מישראל לא יוכל לקרב עצמו בלי ביטול לכללות ישראל. You cannot get closer to that oneness of the creator until you don't cancel yourself. It's not enough to cancel yourself. Some people remove the ego, it's not going to help you. Look what he's saying. לקרב עצמו בלי ביטול, ביטול cancel your identity, לכללות ישראל. So you can be belong in Klalut Yisrael. When you take sugars, you put it in your tea, and the whole bottom of the cup look like the, you can see the sugar. Is the tea sweet or not? It's not. Because the sugar refused to mix with the hot water. When the sugar agreed to mix with the hot water, now it's sweet. If you refuse to be part of Klalut Yisrael, you cannot move on. וכבר נודע כי מחלוקת קורח שרצה שכל אחד כפי מדרגתו וכוח בעבודתו של ברנך יזכה לו לעצמו. קורח said wait a minute. Why don't we change the game here? 
Each one of us will achieve. Each one of us will be a rabbi. Each one of us will be important. Each one of us will be a superstar. Why do we have to follow one leader that each one of us can be Moshe Rabbeinu? ולא כן היה רצונו, התברכות כלל ישראל, ולהם כהן גדול. The problem says שפת אמת, the problem says שפת אמת, what is he saying? It's not Hashem idea, it's great idea by the way, קורח, but Hashem, no, he want כלל ישראל, Hashem enjoy when we come as family. Those of you who have 12 kids, or 9 kids, or 6, or 3, or 1, or students. You don't want only one student to make it, or one child to make it. You enjoy that they're all making it. So if you're a mother and you listen to it, do you prefer that one of your kids will be superstar and the rest of the kids will do terrible? Or it will be a nachat ruach for you if the one kid's a superstar We'll let go of being superstar and share a little bit of what he's good at with the other two. So there will be an okay level. So at least they're all an okay level. Hashem is like a mother. It's like the Shekhinah. Hashem wants all of us together to worship him and to be as one family. And one coin gadol, echad, mizbach echad, one altar, sheitkashua kol biyachid ador. That everybody will connect to one unification. And Hashem wanted to see you, how you cancel yourself for the klal, how you become part. You know, yesterday I gave a lecture in our new location on 71 Street. So people ask me, why don't you turn it into synagogue? And my wife advised me, as I agree with her, We don't need to build synagogue. There is enough competition among rabbis who's going to bring their minion. If people want to do Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, or some event, why not? And the point is like that. And the Rambam write it too. Rambam said, if you have Bet Midrash, are you allowed to open another Bet Midrash next door? Yes. What about across the street? Yes. When it's come to synagogue, it's better not because it brings machloket. It brings argument. So for me, we learn... Bet Midrash is a good competition. It's competition for Torah. Synagogue is within it a little bit of gava, a little bit of ego. Which people are coming, what kind of Torah you have. Not the way to bring unity to Am Israel, but Bet Midrashot and places where we can teach Torah, places where we can meet Am Israel. Say we enjoy it. V'amar kol ha'edda kedoshim. Kor said, the old people are holy. V'azor kadosh. Kohen Kadosh, now we go back to the section. Korach said, everybody is holy. Kulam Kadoshim. Remember what the Zohar said. What the Zohar said? Levi Zahar. Tahor, Kohen Kadosh. So he brings the Zohar as Fatimet. Zohar Kadosh Katov, Kohen Kadosh, Levi Tahor. It's amazing. Ki Kadosh u mitchelato. Betahor ba ma'avodato. I love it. I hope you love it. Kadosh u mitchelato. Something holy, it's from the beginning of it, it's holy. Ta'or, you have to work on yourself. You have to do mikveh. You have to meta'er et atzmecha. You have to wash your hand. 
Listo. What is Taor need to do? Lidchot et atumah. Mi iten Taor mitame. Vashem itbarach bachar b'aron ha-Kohen. God shows Aaron. Liot kadosh berachem uvezaro at sof kol adorot. Til Mashiach will come only the grandchildren of Aaron ha-Kohen will be the Kohanim. It's so beautiful. You want to know why they, they will be? Because you know, there is places in Israel when they've been busy, just go to different places like Dimona, Yerucham. Uh, there is another neighborhood there. I forgot uh, the name. That you meet people with Rachmanut. Pshutim. Simple people who has emuna. Pashut emuna. Simple emuna, simple faith. And it's beautiful to watch. Unfortunately, the Torah is built from emuna v'yadiyah. You need both. But it's beautiful to be inspired by people who are simple and believe. <laughs> The beautiful about Kohen Gadol, Hashem chose him to be it, so he became Kadosh automatically. He was born for that job. So who is he? He is nothing but what Hashem put inside of him. That all the people who were holy, they were not like. It was true. But he didn't say why they are holy. They are holy because they are busy connecting to Aaron and Moshe, and that's why they are holy in Israel. What makes Aaron Aaron? He agreed to receive all whatever Hashem asked him. Okay, with the menorah, if you remember. Meaning that Aaron lo shina, as Rashi said. He didn't change anything. He was careful not to use his own power. That's why he was holy. Aaron looked himself as a vehicle. As a brush of the painter to put things on the wall. So it says, Why would Korach be jealous? Why would you be jealous? You want to be jealous for a person who totally cancels his identity? Korach was looking at the mission and the job and the clothes of the Kohen. But really, to become a Kohen, you have to cancel all the me and become only. Kli Hashem, a vessel for Hashem. Ki Aaron hu abitul legamre, total cancellation. Vegam amar ha-me'at bichem tihivdil, shaya ha-koach toev ha-chashav kochi v'orzem yadi, l'achen itkana. Koach started to think, okay, there is a mafia going on here. There is manipulation, there is some NLP movement. And they manipulate everybody, and by them manipulate everybody, they get the right job to that family. That was the mistake of Korach. We need to know why he did this mistake. If Korach would be wise enough to know 
And the reason he's Kohen and he can get closer to Hashem is because God agreed to that. The reason that to get to that level is to totally cancel yourself for the klal, for the majority of people. If every person just married according to their action, everything, it will be no power to human being to come into the work of spirituality, the work of Kohen Gadol. What does that mean? It means that Hashem is giving a gift and Hashem chooses the right people for the right mission. Sometimes you see a rabbi that get all the sustenance, the money endlessly. Why? Because that rabbi right now represents something that Hashem needs in the universe. And Hashem wants to choose that person to do it. So what is Hashem said to the angel? Give that person all the money, all the thing, open all the gate, everything will open for him. Is that person is better? No. He's nobody. Maybe he's the less from all the rabbi. But right now, Hashem is working through him about the universe. That's it. And if that person will stop thinking, hey, I'm special, oy, oy, oy. that's a dinim, that's a judgment. And that's good for everybody to understand that. It's a very important understanding. That's why you say, Rambam said, the best doctor should go to hell. Why? Because if you start feeling, I think I, I'm special. No, you've been chosen to that job. And that was the, the mistake of, of Korach. Now, I want to add something here. What happened to Korach? What exactly went wrong with that? He was Talmud Chacham. He was everything a human being can dream about. So I'm bringing Kerem Shlomo, Rabbi Shlomo Elberstein from Bobov. He didn't complain just about Moses and Aaron. Okay? It says, It's saying, Yosef hid a treasure, three types of treasure in Egypt. And one of them was discovered by Korach. And unfortunately, when he discovered that amount of money, it was a tremendous amount of money, it went into his head. And is it saying Kohelet A? There is money that kept for the real owner of that money, but it's going to do evil to the person who get that money. It's going to destroy that person. What money they talk about? The, the money of Korach. The reason that he was rich, it's very difficult for rich people to be spiritual. If you see rich people being spiritual, they are very respectful by all rabbis. It's no big deal for a rabbi to be a rabbi to be spiritual. That's what you do. Study books all day long. For a rich person to be spiritual, somebody who can get any seat on the plane, any food they want, any house they want, any car, any shoes, any jacket, any yarmulke, any tefillin, 
and still to be spiritual? Wow. Those are the people that I want to say, nice to meet you. I would like to affect me with your spirituality. Because Korach didn't make it after he had the money. שאושרו גרמה לו לכפור בהשגחת הבורא. שלא האמין אשר מתת אלוקים הוא. The problem with money, you don't believe it's come from Hashem, be careful. Every penny you have, every shirt, every socks, every drop of water in your shower is מתת אלוקים. It's the gift of Hashem. וכן הוא בעבודתנו הרבים בימינו אלה זה רבי שלמה אלברשטיין. In our days, right now, you should read about Rabbi Shlomo Al-Bashtam to appreciate who he was, so what he did for Am Israel not too long ago. Unfortunately, in our days, there are a lot of people who suddenly come to the church and the church. A lot of people, when they become rich, the Torah is no more value for them. The ira, meaning the awe, the fear, the respect toward God is gone. ויתו אחרי הבצע וישכחו באלוקי אבותם and they go after more and more money and they forget about God. מעטים הם האותם שערו בראשם נאמלים להשב ולתורתו. Very few can do that being the riches. The riches. נקרא ביטרפון. ביטרפון. משה רבנו. To be rich and still understand everything I have. Thank you, Hashem. Thank you for the bed I have that I'm sleeping on. Thank you for the pillow. Thank you for the blanket. Thank you for the air condition. It's really hot. Thank you for, 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 for everything. Thank you for this place. I can shoot the, the lecture here. Thank you for the camera. Thank you for the lights. Thank you for the podium. If you're not always like that, but don't think only the good thing. Also, thank the people in your life that are not the best for you, that seem not the best, because that's also to help you appreciate. So ask Rabbi Shlomo Elberstein, why all his money was lost? Can you keep the money away? Keep the money away. Hashem could do it, the money aside. The tent was not with the money. I mean, the tent was the money. And Korach can die, and the money will stay for Blaisel, they will share it, it will be very nice. No. Went. Avad bin Aulam, nobody can find that anymore. Because that type of money brought curse. So why is Hashem remove the money? So it will be no memory of the disagreement between Korach and Moshe Varon. I heard something very nice. Why do we call it Machloket Korach Vadato? It should be called Machloket Korach and Moshe. It's the argument of Korach and Moshe. Why do we call it Korach and his people? You have Machloket, if you look at, look at the Pirkei Avot, you have Machloket שהיא לשם שמיים, מחלוקת הלל ושמיים, ויש מחלוקת שהיא לא לשם שמיים, מחלוקת כוח ועדתו. Translation, there is מחלוקת which is give benefit for everybody, מחלוקת מין disagreement, by the way, מחלוקת זה שם נטר, זה חלק מוות, part of death, careful. So, there is disagreement that give birth to 
unity and goodness, it's Hillel and Shammai in the Talmud, in the Mishnah, I'm sorry. And there is disagreement that doesn't bring fruit, that brings destruction. And they call that disagreement the disagreement of Korach and his people. So if you have disagreement, you should mention both sides. It should mention the both sides of Korach and Moses. Because Moses was not involved in this. He was not engaging. So, the important from this section was to teach us something incredible. The physical thing you have can bring separation into your life. Be careful. You have money, you start having more money, more and more and more, mm, you might be in danger. Sweet. Sweet. Or whatever I have is from Hashem. Then you didn't change. Shiviti Hashem like the Baal Shemto. You're a billionaire, or you have $1,000 in your pocket. That's all what you have. The same. Because it's about Hashem. I'm taking now a turn into Kedushat Alevi, which I found two sections that fascinated me personally. I mean, this part is really, really important in Avodat Hashem, in spiritual worship of the Creator. For me, it's very important. I hope it will be important for you. Also, Korach. Vaikach Korach. Korach Tuk. Shekdush Adalevi. What is Korach Tuk? Ki yesh tzadik shoved rak la'asot ta'anug labore. There is a righteous person. I love when you use yesh tzadik. It's a language similar to the Rabbi Lemelech. There is a righteous that only worship God to give God pleasure. There is tzadikim, there is righteous people. When they worship Hashem, they don't care who is going to worship Hashem. Let's say if Hashem needs a cup of coffee, let's just say a physical point of view. Then they're happy that Hashem will get the cup of coffee, whatever. I will bring it to somebody else, will bring it. They're just happy that you can do the work. But the person, the tzaddik, that wants just, I want to do it, right? I want to do it good. It's almost like there is a teacher or rabbi in the room and there is 10 students. There is one student that want to be the one they do pleasure to that rabbi. That's Korach. There is one student, two students, Aaron and Moshe among that student, that they don't care who's going to do pleasure to God. They just want to be happy that the rabbi or the teacher or God is happy with whatever we want to do. He wants to took the spiritual act. It's not that he wants something selfishly for himself. He just want to do the mitzvah. He want to do the good things himself. Now we understand Rashi. That's why he disagreed with Moshe and he want to be the Kohen Gadol. If his mission was really 
to just do pleasure to the creator, why would he be busy to be Kohen Gadol? I, I don't care who's going to be Kohen. Is Hashem happy with the Kohen? Is Hashem happy the, the way it worked? I'm happy. I said that. Okay. That's the way it needs to be. That's the way it's, it's working. I have my partner in Israel. His name is Rabbi Michael Maor. One of the greatest Kabbalists of all time. We're lucky enough to have it in our generation. You know, Mamash, person who continued the Bala Sulam, Balbalota Sulam in a, in a very interesting and powerful way. And the point we shared the work together. And I know that he was chosen this generation to do this job. But he also know that I was chosen to do a similar job in this generation, in English, and spread it and make it bigger. And thank God we have people behind us, I don't want to say the name, that are working with us to make sure this is, will take a place. Three of us together, those of you know, Tlat Mechag Nafke, I don't know if you know that word, in the Tikkun Ezor, three that came from one, one that make three. We are capable to create, Masar Dechirik, we are able to create this three-column system of Hashem. And through that, we know that my friend, Mashiach is closer than ever. All what we need is more people to study this wisdom. And I hope with our new location on 71 Street, we're going to bring hundreds and thousands of people to study that wisdom. Amen. Now I'm going to share with you something. I read a lot of Noam Elimelech in my life, but this section never been revealed to me. And I thank Rabbi Elimelech today. I say thank you so much for inviting me to your knowledge because I'm not in that level to understand Rabbi Elimelech, but he invited me. He invited me to understand it, and because he invited me to understand it, I wanted to share it with you. Look, look at that section. Get ready to open your heart. Korach is coming to Moshe Rabbeinu and say, what do you want? All the people are holy. Remember, holy. When Korach said to Moshe Aaron, to Moses and Aaron, enough. The reason you are chosen and you are holy is not because of you. It's because the all people around they are holy. You are the result of the people. Only because everybody is holy, you are holy. Like it's in the Midrash, we take it from the Midrash, that Hashem show every generation to come. And he showed that based on the leader, you have a generation. If the, if the generation is righteous, also the people who speak to them, the rabbis there, are righteous. And that's what he meant. They're already righteous. Why are you elevating yourself to be above them? 
או פרשו בגמרא באוריות י' עמוד ב' אשרי הדואר שהנשיא חוטא שוקינג רייט גוד פור דה ג'נריישן דה פרזנט אוף דה ג'נריישן דה לידר דה רבי אוף דה ג'נריישן סין שוקינג How can that be? ופירשתי בדרך הזה, עשה רבי אלי מלך הקודש קודשים. I explain it in that way. דינה צדיק הוא מופרש, הוא מובדל בכל ענייני העולם הזה. What is צדיק? He's not belonging in the physical world. אין לו שייכות עם העולם כלל. He's not belonging in this world at all. אבל לדעת זה קשה לעולם שיעלה הצדיק אותם. That's why the universe cannot elevate when this צדיק is separate from them. כי אין לו שייכות עם מים, אז לא תבלונג אותם. אחי מי יערה לצדיק איזה חטא, חס וחלילה. אבל אם זה רייצ'ס, קומיט הקריים, קומיט הסין, ואני פול דאון, אז יורד ממדרגתו. הוא פולינג דאון. כשהוא פולינג דאון, צדיק דאט פול דאון, מהרהר בתשובה. הוא סטארט תינקינג אבוט, מה שאני אעשה לשנות? למה אני פול? על ידי זה יוכל לחזור כל העולם אם הוא בתשובתו. כשהוא צדיק, נאו דו תשובה אבוט מה שאני All the people that are around in the world will elevate because of his tshuva. וזהו שאמרו, אשרי הדור שהנסיך אותה. Now you know what it says in הוריות, good for the generation that the leader sin. עיין בפרשת ויחי, רבי אלי בלך ברית ויחי. אבל אני רוצה לפוקוס על כורח. ואחר כך שהצדיק עושה, זה העובדה הוא מעלה את העולם עמו, הוא בא למדרגה גדולה יותר עבור זה. And that righteous that elevate all the people because they did tshuva is getting to a higher level. וזהו שאמרו, ומדוע תתנשאו? Why you put yourself above the people? תראו שאתם מתנשאים עצמכם שיש לכם מדרגה זו לעלות העולם עמכם, ואין צריך לזה כי כל העולם קדושים. כוח said, why do you play big shot on the people? They don't need you, they already holy. וזה שאמר משה, look what משה answer him. And most people who read Hebrew said, why did he answer that? לא חמור אחד מהם נסעתי. What's the connection? I didn't take one donkey from them. Donkey? Why donkey? פירוש לא באתי כלל למדרגה על ידם כי לא נסעתי את חמורם, זה גופם, ולא ראיית אחד. חמור מין חומר. חומר מין the body of the person. שהדין אלווייט none of them. פירוש לא יירה לי שום חטא. I didn't sin with anything. וראה שהפיל ממדרגתי להתערב מהם. That I will fall down, Moses said, down, and true that I elevate them. And then he said, וידבר בוקר. He said, morning, and we will know who is the holy one. Again, the same thing. פירוש לא כדבריכם שעלתכם באתי למדרגה הזו. Not like your words that you think I came to that level because of them. לא כן הוא. כי היא מחמת שנהגתי עצמי בדרך הזה, שתכף ומיד בקומי בבוקר. You need to know why I become like that, say משה רבנו. It's the first time Moses revealing his secret. When I wake up in the morning, ייחדתי שמו הגדול והנורא בייחודים ודבקות. I make sure that I have ייחוד, like י"ק כיהודין, אה כיהודין, בדבקות. זהו ויודע השם. And that's why God know. וידע את חווה, like that's my connection. קונקשן, לדעת, to know. וזהו בקר ויודעת אשר לא, שייחדתי קודשא בריך ושכינתי עם העולמות, ואת הקדוש פירוש הצדיק, אחר כך מקדש עצמו במחשבות טהורות, and I make sure that I made it on holy thought and pure thought. והקריב אליו, פשוט שבקרב עצמו להשם יתברך לפניו, 
ואחר כך אשר יבחר בו יקריב אליו, רצה לומר מי שהשם יתברך בוחר בו יקריב אליו, הוא מקרב אליו במדרגות קדושות ולא כדבריכם שאתם אומרים שעל ידיכם באתי למדרגה הזאת וקל להבין. רבי אלימלך said it's not because of the people that are all צדיקים השם מק מצדיק, I did it on my own, I earned it myself. What is the secret of רבי אלימלך in this section? רבי אלימלך is helping us to understand First, who was Moses? Who was Aaron? We learned Kadosh, not Ta'or. But on top of it, what Korach tried to do is to say, if Adam saw from beginning of time till the end of time, the generation, then of course he will be the leader of the best generation in time. Everybody can lead those perfect people. Moses said, I didn't fall down and then elevate them. I just work on myself to elevate non-stop. That's what I do. But you, on the other hand, Korach, the reason you see this up and down elevation is because most probably last night you didn't work on yourself. That's why Boker, when the Chesed is coming, this is the time to understand truly What is Avodat Hashem? What is the true Avodat Hashem that, that we need to do? And I think I owe you a story that would truly help us to understand, you know, true leadership and true understanding of how to become a leader, how to become a, a, a holy leader, powerful leader, and understand that Leader need integrity, leader need honesty, leader need to be a spiritual leader, connected to the Creator, connected to God. And uh, one of the uh, story um, that I want to share, in the beginning of time, the Baal Shem Tov, you know, he wasn't somebody. He was actually nobody. Hashem chose him to become the one. And when you see somebody's being chosen for a certain job, spiritual job, respect them not because they need that respect. I hope they don't. Respect them because Hashem chose them for that job. And when you respect them, that's when you're respecting truly respecting uh, Hashem. There is a story about, and I think it's belong here because uh, the next day after the earthquake, they use uh, uh, different pieces of wood to Hashem will choose. And uh, uh, the, the pieces of wood of Aaron was come with almond and flour to come back to life. So there is a story that I like very much. It's a story, it's an old story. I heard it 28 years ago. Very powerful. The story goes like this, that um, in that village, very poor, poor village in Poland, um, they have one young man who was already six years old. Uh, unfortunately, lost his parents. But he was a huge Talmud Chacham, genius. 
genius in Torah, genius in business, already six years old. As he growing up, he also add beauty to his body, he become beautiful man, beautiful man, rich man, scholar of Torah, everything that you can imagine. He knew how to make different idea, different business. I'm sorry, he wasn't that rich. I mean, he was genius in business, but not rich because in that village, nobody had money. And he was part of the community. The community realized he's the smartest guy and said, we want to build a place, a synagogue that will look better, Bet Midrash and Mikveh. And we need to buy a piece of land. And all of us tried to talk to the lady who owned that piece of land. She's a daughter of a very wealthy man. And she would not help us. She's quite evil. But you are smart. He was 21 years old at that time. Why don't you go ahead and negotiate? He go there. Negotiation take a long time. She's gorgeous, beautiful, rich, smart. And he realized that they have a connection. Even she's not spiritual, she doesn't belong to nothing to do with spirituality. She ate God, she ate righteous people, she ate everything. She ate the Torah. But eventually he make a deal. He make a deal with her, they got the land, and the, the, she let them rent it, and they start using the land. He got closer to her, and slowly, slowly, less study of Torah, less visiting the village, more money, and he fell in love with her, they got married. They got married. As they got married, he started understanding her that that community wasting the piece of land that it can be used for a mall, can be used for something much better. So he decided them, after many years of being married to her, to kick them out from there and build something nicer. He forget about this Torah study, he forget about how they help him to grow. That's what happened for most people who touch money. And of course, the village went through a very rough time. It's a very different thing when you know that you don't have than when you have and you lose at home. One time he's walking into the village, into the marketplace, and everybody's scared of him and they don't like him. And he forgot that it was few days before Sukkot and you see everybody rushing for a trog, lulav, buying and it reminded him of his childhood and he started feeling sad that he lost that touch, Torah, mitzvot, gun. So he went home and his wife seemed depressed, he said I can't talk to you right now. And he told her what happened, she started laughing, I said come on, don't tell me you went back to that primitive mitzvot behavior. He looked at her and he realized there's no point for him to stay with her. But he didn't know even where to start. At that night, he went and he knocked on the door of the rabbi he used to teach him when he was young. That rabbi was very old. The rabbi walked with his staff, he heard knocking on the door, opened the door, we see this young gentleman, doesn't recognize him by now. And he said, yes, how can I help you? He said, Rabbi, do you remember me? He said, I'm sorry, I'm an old man, I don't remember. Oh, please remind me. He said, many years ago, I used to be a student, a clever, and you took care of me. And then I married that woman, and the lady said, that's you? Out! He kicked him out. 
He said, Rabbi, please listen. He said, I don't want to hear you anymore. You destroy people's life here, he told him. People went to hospital, went get sick. People didn't have food to eat because of what you did. I don't want to see your face. The rich man went home. He couldn't hold the pain. After Sukkot, again, he went back to the rabbi, midnight, knock on the door. The rabbi opened the door. The rabbi didn't let him in. He said, I'm asking you never to come here again. And he take his stuff and he put it into the ground. And so you see my stuff, as this stuff will never have flour, will never have leaves, will never have almond. The same thing with your soul, with your body. You will never give birth to anything. The damage that you did for under the family cannot be repaired. The guy went home crying. The rabbi wake up in the morning, go to pray, and look for his stuff. Could not find his stuff. He going outside, they remember he, he stuck it into the ground. You see the stuff? The stuff is full of flowers and almond. Parach, So, oh my God, I did the mistake. I should have more mercy. So, I gotta got look for him. I don't know where to find him now. He moved, they moved to another city. So he prayed to God that he come back. The guy doesn't come back. No, a week go by, two weeks go by. Nothing. Cheshvan now, month of Cheshvan. The rabbi really sitting on the floor, crying for the Shekhinah. Please help me to find him back. And there is a knock on the door. He's seeing that that's a student. He grabs him in. He put a book on the table and say, we start studying right now. Start teaching him Torah. He said, Rabbi, but I did so much damage. He said, don't worry about it. He said, I'm married to this woman. He said, don't worry about it. I said, I have, I have problem with the business. He said, don't worry. So what do we do? I said, first we study Torah. First we do this. The story is here to teach us a lot of time, logically, spirituality will not make sense. From both sides, rabbi and student. We must find mercy in our heart to win. And as Bala Sulam writes, We must recognize the goodness in everything. And then we turn it around. If you see the good within everything, your emunah come up. People who don't see good in things because they have a lack of emunah in Hashem. You have lack in emunah in people, you have lack in emunah in yourself. When you raise your emunah, when you raise the level of belief and faith in Hashem, in the Creator, you start seeing the good even in the things that don't seem to be good. Have a great week and thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.